Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want you to feel confident in raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm Joshua Humba, the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God and the father of now three wonderful kids with my wife, Stephanie. In this episode, we interview John and Stephanie Sosa on how in the world they raised three perfect daughters. And to help you feel like you got this. Hey, just want to give you a quick heads up before we jump into the interview. We recorded this at the Sosa home, and you might be able to hear that. <laughs> it's mostly my microphone. Uh, there sounds good, but for whatever reason, mine didn't pick up good, so just so that you know. And then the second part is, this was a great interview. There's such depth and wisdom, but it was also long. And so we're going to split this into two parts. And so you're going to listen to part one of the Sosa interview, and very soon we'll release part two. So make sure you stay subscribed so you can get part two. Both parts are equally as good. So with that, enjoy. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Confident Parent Podcast. And today we are in a special location. If you're watching, as you can see, we are in the Sosa home. And if you're just listening to us on the podcast, maybe you can hear that we're in the Sosa home. That's right. We're with John and Stephanie Sosa. You guys want to say hi? Hi. (laughs) If you don't know John and Stephanie Sosa, man, they are just the best. They're the best. Uh, John serves as a deacon at the church. Stephanie is an active member of the church. Uh, They're going to tell a little bit more about themselves, but man, they just have the perfect daughters. (laughs) So for a long time, we've been thinking about this and wanting to to just interview them. How in the world did you get perfect girls? And so it's funny, we're actually telling Sherry Brooks today that we're coming to do this. And she was like, oh yes, we want to (laughs) know how do you get perfect daughters? And so we're going to talk about what we mean by perfect daughters in just a minute. But can you guys tell us a little, little bit about yourselves? Tell us about who you are, what you do. Tell us about your perfect daughters. Um, how did you guys come to Christ? Who wants to start? I'll start. Um, John, Stephanie. Um, uh, we've been married 21 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, three daughters, as you mentioned. Uh, it's Amanda. She's 20. Uh, Nally's, Amanda's soon to be 21, uh, 21 in September. And then Nally's 19 and Abigail's 17, just turned 17. That's fine. Right? Yes. Okay. Did a yeah. good job. So you're in real estate? Yes. I sell real estate. Um, so that's my ministry yeah. um, outside in, in the workforce. I love to help people buy and sell and pray over um, their household and their prosperity. Um, so I really enjoy that. And I've been doing that for 30 years this summer. Wow. You've helped a lot of people from the church. You're, yes, you're really good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have fun. And John, you do finance. Um, I work for a bank. Uh, I've been doing that most of my career. I, I'm a CPA uh, in finance, uh, working primarily with in, in the bank, I've worked with many different types of roles, but right now, right now, I'm working in finance. Uh, they call it financial governance. It's it's basically it's you we ma- I manage I help manage laws and regulations for the bank, and so that's essential. So, they need that. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are Christians. Tell us yes. about how you came to Christ. How long have you been Christians? Um, I you know running from the <clears throat> Lord uh, when I was a teenager. I got saved at eighteen. Mm. Um, boy, great uh, time God to just transform my life and I've been serving him ever since. Yeah. Wow. Stephanie? So I was raised in a Presbyterian household, um, went to church my whole life except for college. 
um, kind of strayed away a little bit there and um, got in the workforce and was really seeking God and um, just didn't want to drive 20 minutes to my parents' church, but met this guy um, at the bank. And um, so I decided to drive 45 minutes to church instead um, down to his brother's church and uh, read Billy Graham, How to Be Born Again, and got saved right there on my sofa, December 7th of 97. And wow. um, yeah, so it was great and just serving God ever since. Hmm. And now you guys have three beautiful daughters. They're serving mm-hmm. Jesus, all yes. three of them. Um, and they're not perfect. I'm just going to clarify know. We're that. I'm going to that. Yeah. We're gonna get to that in just a little bit. What we yeah. mean by perfect. Yeah. yeah. And all of them, all three of them are serving Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's just very clear that they have mm-hmm. a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. So, John, you didn't grow up in a Christian home. Um, no, later on, you know, we as that, that was the influence when I got saved. You know, uh, I did not go, you know, we were a Catholic background, religious background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was not serving God. Uh, my family got saved. Uh, we had a, you know, an uncle that was a, a drug addict, heroin addict, uh, many mm-hmm. years, and he got saved, and then he got uh, delivered from and in, from from heroin, and then he evangelized, and and, and then wow. our families, mm-hmm. a lot of our families got saved, and and we, you know, it was a great um, testimony how God had just, uh, just saved our family. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then you guys have been married. You have three kids. Mm-hmm. Love Jesus. Yeah. And then, John, you serve as a deacon at the church. Yeah, Tell us a little bit that. about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Uh, well, you know, I serve, um, you know, I was, you know, we were just busy working in the church. We mm-hmm. think that's really important for us mm-hmm. to be involved in church. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my first role there was uh, uh, as an usher. You know, really, ser- I really enjoy doing that, serving the, the uh, our guests, and and then it eventually became a deacon, and then right now my role is treasurer. Hmm. So, how long have you been a deacon? Wow, I can't remember. <laughs> like maybe nine years. I think so. so. I think we've been okay. at the church twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Nine years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I gotta say, I'm, I vote for this guy every time. <laughs> oh, John, it's just yeah. oh, we we are so blessed as a church to have you on the board. We're grateful for what you've done. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, you are good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talk about perfect daughters. Now, let's unpack what we mean by that. Mm-hmm. We mean that your girls, they they clearly love Jesus, all three mm-hmm. of them, right? So you have like two adult daughters, mm-hmm. high school. or how, One high school, two yeah, in college. High school. Yeah. I don't know if she's in high school or middle school yet. I just blinked on that. Um, they're friendly. They're outgoing, right? They're mm-hmm. like drama-free. <laughs> The mm-hmm. reputation, yeah. at not, least. Not in the car, you know, not on the way to church. <laughs> Everybody's got drama driving to church. Everybody has yeah. their own, but the we reputation. We should do this when the ro- we do a road trip. Okay, right. we'll, we'll place the mic inside <laughs> okay. and just hear it. But there's no, like, they don't have a reputation of being drama kids right. at church or with other people or right. they said this about me. Mm-hmm. Um, they serve in multiple areas, mm-hmm. right? They're not even just like, I'm just, I'm just the worship people. Like they mm-hmm. cross many barriers mm-hmm. from the coffee area to helping in preschool, mm-hmm. doing worship stuff. Mm-hmm. And just, and we just did a park outreach and they're doing balloon animals. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And they just, they just jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's clear these girls are on a path to success, right? All three of them. And so that's what we mean by perfect daughters mm-hmm. that all three of them love Jesus and it's so obvious and so clear. And so let me ask you, here's the big question. Did this happen by accident or were there intentional things that you did along the way, you know, that, wow. that made this? Yeah. 
definitely not an accident. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, definitely um, lots of hours of prayer, um, certain things, you know, setting them up uh, with the right friends, with Sunday school, just, you know, um, getting them in the right places at the right time, but lots of prayer and by the grace of Mm -hmm. God. Yeah. So that's it. That's the answer. Mm -hmm. It's just prayer. No, well, no. You know, I just no. think about it. Um, I had to think about that. You know, we're parents, but we have parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when, when I got saved, you know, my mom was, before I got saved, my mom was an incredible influence. Um, I learned um, from her example how to hear from God, mm. how, to, how to pray, and, and God answers your prayer. And that you, could, you can actually know him. You know, my mom had a, a way of, of of witnessing to people, and and she she led a lot of people to the Lord. She worked in a nursing home, and and there was this was their last place on earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and before they died, she would she would go in and goes, "Do you know the Lord?" Hmm. And that was her way of, of introducing the Lord Jesus. If yeah. they did know him, he said, "You know, there's that scripture." Uh, John taught uh, Peter, or, or sorry, um, Jesus was saying that uh, you know you can have eternal life by knowing me, hmm. knowing, knowing the father and the son whom he sent. Hmm. And, and that's what she meant by that, you know, having eternal life and knowing God and uh, just watching her and her praying for me, bringing me into the kingdom of God hmm. and seeing her, an- that her prayers answered, seeing the, uh, that you can know him, you can have the power of God working in your life. Hmm. And, uh, I watched that, and I've seen the different encounters she had and the encounters I had. And and I'm thinking, boy, if I ever had kids, Mm -hmm. I want them to experience Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we we try to um, have that, have the environment for them Mm -hmm. so that they could have experience uh, a relationship with God. And and, and we're so glad that they have that hunger for for God. They hear the voice of God. I remember um, it was our oldest. we were in our in our room, and and uh, she came and she wanted to talk to us, and, and she was crying, mm. and and um, but she didn't know what was happening. She was she was praying in tongues. God had baptized her in the Holy Spirit at home in her mm-hmm. in her room, mm-hmm. and she it was it was this process of wow. uh, it's discovering having these encounters mm-hmm. with God, and she came in and she didn't know what to explain. I'm, yeah. I'm talking in this language. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> We, you know, we, the church teaches it, and yeah. she actually experienced it. And um, and this was in her room where she's seeking God. And uh, this, this is just what, a great this is what we mean. This is what we mean when we say you have perfect daughters <laughs> <laughs> that at home mm-hmm. you're being baptized in the Holy right. Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, how does that happen? You know, what are some things mm-hmm. that you did? How did you help mm-hmm. your daughters to make Christianity, the relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus, real? Mm-hmm. You know, they prioritize yeah. church. And, um, right. So I think prioritizing church, um, you know, we would limit the activities that they could have, hmm. you know, each could have one sport, um, but then they were always involved in the kids choir, um, youth group events or fine arts events, different things that were happening. And I think just watching us mm-hmm. participate, you know, I played in orchestra for probably 10 years mm-hmm. before pre-pandemic. <laughs> um, and then when Pastor Dave was around, we did the Awaken retreats. We would volunteer. Yeah. So we would um, go away for the weekend to go help 
minister to others. And then with John's, you know, ushering duties, they would help place the bags, you know, in the morning with him, but just being there. And I remember being a frustrated parent on a Sunday night (laughs) with the, the ruckus going on in your pew and they're coloring and they're, you know, fighting over which page they can color. And, and I just went, Oh, I can't do this. I can't bring them. It's so hard. And another uh, prior deacon had mentioned to us, just stay at it. Just keep coming. They will, you know, get the routine down and they will understand that they Mm. need to be more quiet. Mm. And, and it was difficult, but we just kept at it and we just kept coming. And then they grew up and, you know, I was helping with VBS and then they started helping with VBS. And so at a young age, being teacher's assistants, they were helping, whether it was with me or with Miss Jane, um, you know, they were helping and learning. And so, Two of them have been in the kids' area in the preschool for seven or eight years. Mm -hmm. Every single Sunday, all year round, maybe they miss three Sundays because of youth retreats or we're on a vacation. Um, And speaking of vacation, I think that's another thing. We have a vacation church. So when we go down Mm -hmm. to Florida, we have a church that we've been going to for since before John and I were married. Wow. Um, my aunt had a place there, so we would go. Now my parents are there half the year. Yeah. So when we go on vacation, um, we have a place up in the Northwoods. We've been to church up in Eagle River. And mm-hmm. so we church when we're away. So it's a part of our life, you yeah. know, yeah. praying. I remember there was a time we were in Florida and, and had heard of a really good friend of ours who um, got diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And we could say, oh, you know, we'll, we'll pray for him. But we just stopped right there on our vacation and just all grabbed hands and, and prayed. So mm-hmm. we're living life in prayer. Yeah. And, it, you know, showing them how to live. Yeah. So get, um, preparing kids for church. You know, we, we always believe that oh. um, church... <laughs> Yeah, church church is 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 very important. Sunday was just like I think pastors a Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, every it, Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we limit act, we try our best to limit mm-hmm. activities Sunday Saturday night. Okay, Saturday night. Okay, so when we were when they were small, mm-hmm. so I would say, okay, uh, what are you wearing tomorrow? <laughs> and she so goes, okay, go show it to me. Bring okay. it here. Yeah, and well, does it fit? And go put it on, oh, yeah. and, and they would go put it on. He goes, "Where are your shoes?" And he goes, "Well, put them on. I want to see if they fit." You know, overnight they, their feet just grow. <laughs> and, and so, okay, uh-huh. are you happy with that? Yeah. And so, and, and, and your sister other, doesn't want to wear that dress. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Right? And yeah. so, there's other things that they have to get wear, be prepared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they would lay those out mm-hmm. Sunday morning. It was more seamless that mm-hmm. they get dressed. They were happy with what they were wearing. There was yeah. no fuss. We we're not looking for shoes at, mm-hmm. at, uh, in the morning. And we, and then we were ready for church. Hmm. Um, That's good. We, and just that Sunday, I mean, pastor <clears throat> talks about this being, you know, you worship into it instead of fighting mm-hmm. with each other and then walk, right. it's walking to church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, um, you know, there's, I've learned it like an ushering. We, um, uh, you do things in the natural to allow the supernatural mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. And so I, when I heard that, and that applies in everything that we do, there are natural things that we have to do. And, and naturally, mm-hmm. naturally raising children to allow them, yeah. to allow the supernatural to work to them, preparing their hearts 
physically, you know, some things that I like to give them protein in the morning. It just help, helps them. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just me. Just, just get their eggs going. <laughs> yeah, get their brain power going and yeah. be prepared. Be the best they can on, on Sunday. Yeah. Be energized and just give it to the Lord. And because and, I know uh, if I'm... If I stayed up late the Saturday, Saturday night before, we're doing something, an activity, and, mm-hmm. and, and getting ready for service, I can feel that. I can sense the mm-hmm. difference. And yeah. You're trying to break through and, and, and be helpful, and it's not the same as, yeah. as, as if you were going to get a good night's sleep and get rested. So uh, a lot of what we just talked about is that you really prioritized Sundays as the Lord's mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. That church was everything revolved around. Sunday is the Lord's right. Day. We're going to be in the house of the Lord. Absolutely. We didn't talk about this, right? Like we mm-hmm. didn't tell you to say that. No. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. This is how, why you have right. perfect daughter. Right. It's just funny right. because we talk about that a right. lot right. in the podcast and that yeah. we see that those that are successful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we prioritized mm-hmm. church, being in there, being prepared, mm-hmm. serving. Mm-hmm. We saw you serve. Right. Give them right. opportunities to serve as well. And they're there for all three services. Mm-hmm. So typically attending, you know, one service, going to the youth Sunday school yeah. for second service, and then serving in the preschool for third service. So yeah. they're there from 7 until 1230, 1 o'clock. Yeah. And then, you know, if there's um, youth activities, worship practice, fine arts, then they could be there from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, a whole and day. They, and they love doing that. Um, yeah. You know, in, in the home, yeah. what we do is we... Um, I was trying to think of uh, uh, you and I were talking about this about about sharing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you think about two toddlers in the nursery. You, if you put one toy in there, somebody's going to get bit. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a fight. <laughs> um, and and, and to- we had, our kids were toddlers at the mm-hmm. time <laughs> at, at one point, mm-hmm. and so we we try to teach them how to share. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. that God is their resource. God is their mm-hmm. source. And that mm-hmm. if you give, you know, whether it's a, mm-hmm. uh, you don't look for the biggest piece, the biggest piece of chicken, you know, or mm-hmm. just see mm-hmm. how, you know, share with your with your siblings. And yeah. those are just some things that, mm-hmm. uh, little things that we try to teach them mm-hmm. yeah. uh, about, about giving, you know, giving up their finances, mm-hmm. teaching them mm-hmm. early in life about, right. about finances. Um, mm-hmm. When... We're involved in a real estate transaction. We we discussed that the you know the if there's a profit how that came out. Mm-hmm. Just some fundamental tell your children. This we yeah we, we talk about openly talk about finances. So we invested when the real estate market was down. We invested in properties mm-hmm. and we actually named them our daughters' names. <laughs> and then you know it was like the Amanda, the Nana, yeah. the Abby, and that was their college fund. So mm-hmm. you know we later then put sale from that into Edvest. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to set them up for college. So not just saying you will go to college, you know, <laughs> there is this expectation, but we have started saving for your college, wow. but they would come and they would paint, you know? So at a young age, seven or eight, they were rolling the basement, putting sandy beige floor paint on the basement, <laughs> you know, but it's I great now. <laughs> was telling John earlier when we decided to purchase this house, um, we were living on an older farm house property and you know their rooms were messy and they had too much things and yeah. you know things that they outgrew and so we were coming here to look at this house and so we left them at home and we said if you're serious about 
getting a new house mm -hmm. where, you know, this one didn't have to share a bedroom with this one and we would have to trade and everyone could have their own room and we could have the pool. Um, we said, if you're serious about this, we need you to buy in. We need mm -hmm. your help. So if you can clean, look at what we can donate, look at what just oh. needs to be thrown away. We were gone an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. We got home. There were three <laughs> bags of garbage. Wow. There were six bags for Goodwill. And of wow. course, we double checked everything. Yeah. But... It was amazing. Their rooms were miraculously hmm. clean, but saying, okay, we have to show the house if we're going to move. So someone, new kids can come in and look at your room and yeah. see if they like it. <laughs> it can't be catastrophic. Right. And so they would buy in. So sure. if we were going to hmm. do a vacation or something, we would do the same thing, you know, not hmm. giving them the say, but involving them. And looking at, you know, if we have so much money to spend on a vacation, mm -hmm. would you rather, you know, drive this way or drive that way? Hmm. And what do you think? And um, just making good yeah. use of the funds, but discussing. And, you know, even when we give, you know, he and I are in agreement on um, what we're going to give, you know, if a missionary's yeah. there, you know, I can tap them on the leg or show them, show them, <laughs> you know, how many fingers, you know, and, and, you know, he'll nod, we're in agreement. Or if we see a need somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, not that, you know, because the Bible says, you know, don't, don't do it for show. Don't let one hand know what the other hand's doing, mm -hmm. but to tell them, you know, we saw a need and we fulfilled this, um, so that they understand the principle of giving. Yeah. I saw that in my parents for years growing up, they were involved in the church. My dad was a deacon, um, you know, my parents served as youth leaders. I wow. grew up, I was an only child. But I had six foster brothers and sisters, all one at a time. And then we had three other people live with us, you know, at different times. Wow. So my parents always had an open door and were mm -hmm. always helping someone else. And that's why they had one kid um, <laughs> was to, you know, be a blessing to others. Yeah. And so we've taught our kids that we serve and we're blessed because we're a blessing to other people. Hmm. And that concludes part one of the interview. I hope that today this has been so helpful to you, whether you have daughters or you have young girls in your life that you get to influence and hopefully lead to Christ. Uh, my prayer is that the sources gave you something to think about, maybe some choices to change or to make. Uh, ultimately, we want the girls in your life to be perfect, which means that they love Jesus, that they're on a path towards success, they have a great reputation, that they're just good. So can I pray with you and pray that uh, the daughters in your life, the, the girls in your life, they would be God-fearing, that they would love the Lord, that, that you would have a great relationship with them. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for this interview. Thank you for the wisdom, for the experience uh, that the Sosa have shared with us today. Lord, I pray that th things that we've learned, the ideas that you've stirred within us, I pray that we'd be able to take that and run with it, that that our daughters would love you, that our daughters would be perfect, you know, in, our, in an earthly sense. I pray that our, our daughters uh, would have a thriving relationship with you and be successful. They have great reputations, Lord. Thank you so much. Thanks for, for being with us, Lord, that we're not doing this on our own, but it's with you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, if this was helpful to you, I want to encourage you, please share this with others. If you know other people that have daughters and you think they would benefit by hearing this, please send this out, whether they attend Old Creek Assembly of God or not. We want all kids to have a thriving relationship with Jesus and to help you feel confident in raising daughters and sons that are doing that. 
So with that, we'll see you soon with part two of this interview. And until then, hasta luego and goodbye.